welcome everybody to yet another great episode of founders gyan this week's guest is prashant koirala who is the co-founder of venturecity.com that is v as in victory e n t u r e s i t y.com a company that is changing the way companies are hiring by means of learnups and hackathons i am super pumped super excited to bring you prashant who is i lad a very busy person so i'm pumped let's get on with the show shall we prashant welcome to the show super exciting to meet somebody like you who's changing the way companies are recruiting as an introduction prashant is the co-founder of venture city which helps employees prepare and take part in challenges to find their dream jobs prashant has an impressive background having held senior management positions with various banking and capital firms he was also the director of entrepreneurial partnership of greater washington way back in 2002 which promoted entrepreneurship in Washington DC. Thanks a lot Prashant for agreeing to be on the show and sharing your wisdom and time with us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. So Prashant, can you tell us a bit more about your journey and background before Venture City? Uh so I I'm from Nepal. I um, you know, lived all over the world. I did most of my schooling in India and um, and then went to US to do my undergrad. And you know, while I was doing my undergrad, I got involved in bunch of things um in terms of including the entrepreneurial partnership with Washington which one of my mentors had started okay and you know I kind of just joined him and we built out a it was primarily focused on helping inner city entrepreneurs so these are folks who are at or below poverty start businesses okay and um so after that I worked for a venture fund then worked for a private equity fund did some investment banking did a lot of emerging market work okay and um about 4 years ago i decided to move back to india uh-huh and um knew a lot of people so connected to few folks in hyderabad they had a investment group that a lot of companies okay so i was heading uh, the education and the healthcare business okay uh, did that for a year uh, decided to move to bangalore okay and, uh, you know you can be entrepreneurial uh, be an entrepreneur so decided to do the latter okay and um, so was Um, you know so that's kind of when we started venture city okay cool so can you explain a bit more about venture city and how did you come up with this uh, revolutionary idea of hiring so i wish i could say you know it was just a eureka moment for us it was um, or it was just an idea that just came out right at the beginning uh, actually it took us some time mm-hmm. it was a very iterative process uh, okay uh hypothesis was always about you know how do you solve the hiring problem right and you know we we didn't know the answer and we uh, were not just copying any business model out there so we said let's go find out okay so we put out a job board uh-huh. um this is about uh, just over 2 years ago okay and then we realized the issues with the job board mm-hmm. and then we said you know uh, the problem with the job board essentially is you know you have uh, the best people don't come to the job boards right and you know when you have a job out there you still have 400 applicants 500 applicants so you're not really solving the problem right and then we said we'll try and create a talent pool so we started a education program where we'd get folks from the industry uh-huh. to come and train people mm-hmm. and then what we realized was it addresses a lot of entry level folks but okay. not senior folks okay so when somebody says hey i want an android developer uh-huh. they mean that they want a trained android developer not just somebody who just learned android right so we said you know this doesn't i mean 
you know, we had a lot of people taking our courses, but we are still not solving, you know, what we set out to solve. Right. And then we kind of stumbled in this hackathon uh, idea where we organized a ha- hackathon and we invited a lot of companies that we worked with, a lot of people who are taking our courses. And what we realized was a lot of people, you know, so there's a lot of dark horses out there. There are a lot of people who may not... Uh, you know, look great on resume, right. but you know, came up with amazing solutions, right. and companies were happy to engage. So I think for us, it's always been an iterative process rather than you know, okay, uh, that hey, this is my idea and I'm just going to run with it. And so for us, you know, it was a process of learning, and that's how we came about it. Solve, listening to the market and solving the problem. Okay, okay, great. And uh, how would this be slightly different from? Um, stuff like uh, hacker rank uh, i believe this yes something similar right yeah, hacker yeah. rank so you know uh, i think the space is big enough everybody is uh, you know um, solving the problem in their way uh, so for how we look at it is you know so if you look at the whole hiring funnel uh, hacker rank primarily works with uh, a lot of colleges right. and they solve the um, I, I guess the top of the funnel, which okay. is screening, okay. uh, in, in our process is pr- just not screening. Mm-hmm. So the entire hiring, so in terms of closing also, happens during a hackathon. So we are, I guess, um, we have a lot more depth right. in that, uh, right. uh, rather than just a screening tool. Right. And, and, and you also do not just coding and technical, you do non-technical yeah, so stuff also, right? Are, yeah, we, we don't look at just coding and technology, we do a lot of non-tech uh, thing from sales, operations, mm. digital marketing, so we cover okay. the entire gamut. Okay, okay, cool. So can you give an example for one of these non-technical stuff? So we, we all know about hackathons and I think when you say hackathon, the image that comes to mind is people sitting and coding something, you yeah. know? So. Can you give an example of something non-technical and how the hackathon or whatever is the equivalent in Venture City work, for example, as sales so or a marketing? We, we did an um, associate director level position, mm-hmm. uh, these were on, on the op side, okay. which was uh, for a venture funded company and which was pretty much a case challenge. Right. So the idea doesn't change, you still, you know, the hackathon is just not about coding, like you said. Right. You know, it, it can be to hack which we look at it as solving a problem, right? right. Or finding a short way to solve a problem and right. figuring it out, you know, how can you do it creatively? Right. So, you know, so we've uh, done case challenges for associate director level positions. Mm. We've done for product marketing. We've mm. done, uh, we recently did one uh, designathon. Right. Um, so it was uh, for designers. Okay. So, you know, you pretty much, the company gives a problem statement and mm-hmm. this is what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And people had to come up with interactive, interactive designs. Okay. So it works, you know, so what we've done is we've taken them, you know, the typical hackathon and right. kind of uh, been able to work it backward in terms of what companies are looking for, mm-hmm. what kind of talent they uh, they want, and how do you use that? You know, just not as a filtering process, but you know, an engagement and being able to uh, hire candidates as well. Okay, brilliant. And uh, I know you said that the idea is not something you stumbled upon, and it was not an overnight thing but more of a regular iteration process but for our budding listeners budding founders listening out there can you tell us how to replicate this thought process and how do you come up with a nice idea 
so the first thing I'll say is whatever you've started with, <laughs> you'll not, never end up with that, right? Right. The, I think it's, um, it's, it's a process. Right. And, you know, I think um, the, my suggestion no is always yeah. you've got to, you know, listen to the market. Don't fall in love with the idea so much right. that it blinds you. Okay. So you got to listen to the market, get a pulse, get a pulse of people whom you are serving, people right. who, the customers, uh, uh, people that you are trying to engage with. I think you've got to listen intently. Okay. Uh, so where, um, so the, I, I don't know if there is a, you know, a, a magic bullet to it, but the way I look at it, you know, it's just an iterative process. Okay. So, so when you say listen to the market, I think one of the key problems is a person or a group of people come together, they put their heart and soul into a product and they've released something and in their minds it is it is the greatest product or it's one of the best products and the market says something else kind of isn't it a bit hard emotionally to let go of the original idea and kind of pivot onto a, onto something else so how how do you do that yeah like i said i mean you can't fall in love with your product i mean if you're not solving somebody's pain point i mm. mean you know it, it, it's just a nice gizmo out there right so um, sometimes they have to let go right and you know when is the right time I think you know that's I think all up to the entrepreneur and sometimes um, if you still want to pursue it you know keep at it it's all about survival right if you survive you'll thrive right but um, I think uh, the end users eventually decide I mean you know, there's for everything right there's so many options out there right and uh, you can't be pushing any any product uh, services whatever it is right down people's throat I think right. eventually people have to come to you right so I think uh, the answer is you still got to listen irrespective right. okay cool <laughs> cool and uh, we all know that an idea is only as good as its execution so can you tell our budding founders how they can execute their ideas and turn it into a reality what, what are the steps or what is the basic thing that you need to do in order to bring your uh, idea into a product. You know, I'll go back to my earlier point, right? I mean, you start you start with trying to solve a problem that right. you feel is important or that you feel, you know, uh, there's a big market for it. And it doesn't have to be a big market, right? Some of these things may not even, the market may not even exist today. But if you think right. you're solving a problem, right? I think, you know, start with a hypothesis right? and start with a direction, I mean, you know, that's kind of what we really did. Right. I mean, we didn't say, hey, we're going to, job board is going to solve hiring problem. We said, we want to solve hiring problem. Right. right. Or we want to do it at scale. Right. And we, we went through iterations, you know, we kind of meandered from, you know, recruiting from job board to education. But, you know, that's all helped us mm -hmm. because what we are doing today, I mean, we look at ourselves as a peer learning and challenge platform. Mm -hmm. Just to give you an example, the peer learning part is so critical. We realize in hackathons, people learn a lot more mm -hmm. than, you know, even the courses that we are doing. Right. So because you come as a peer, you, so, you know, we've launched something called LearnUps that is engaging. You work with companies, right. a lot of companies sponsor, um, a lot of, you know, tech uh, experts sponsor the LearnUps, but it becomes a better way. So right. I think you have to seek that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just got to feel it, mm -hmm. but market is going to tell you. 
Right. And you know the only way is you know you can get your best friend to come and you know buy your product or use that product for one time. Right. But is he coming back? Right. I think is the question, and you know I think India in that way is a great market. If people don't see value, right. they'll never come to you. <laughs> right. And so, so would you subscribe to the uh, MVP process, lean process? Come yeah, up with it's a- got to be lean. I mean, there is no other way. Right. Uh, it's got to be lean um, because even a, what a great idea may be today. I mean, there's a lot of other dynamics that changes, right. right? I mean, and you, irrespective of you know how much funding you have or you know the resources you have, I think your approach should always be lean. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's move on to a personal question. We all hear about founders sacrificing family time to make their ventures a success. Can you tell us a bit more about your family and how you manage to balance business and family life? So you know, I'm married. I have a lovely nine month, and now she's almost ten month old daughter. Right. Um, I think it's uh, it's it's not two separate thing. I mean, at least the way I've done it. I mean, you you make them part of the journey, right? I mean, right. It's kind of um, so you know so you make them part of a journey. And the way I look at this thing is, that, you know, it's not a sprint. Right. And you can't separate these two things, you know, for mm-hmm. too long. So mm-hmm. you make them part of the journey. It's a marathon and not a sprint. So you kind of have fun along the way. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there's uh, there is a sense of urgency because you've got to get to th- execute faster. Right. But at the same time, few things takes its own course. Right. So you can't force fit it either. Right. So um, the, you know, give time to both. Right. And you know, the more you integrated it is, you know, it works out. And you know, most startup, it's pretty much like family, right? Right. You, you know, people on a personal level, so you engage with them outside as well. Right. And you know, and engage your family as well. Right. Right. Okay. That's that's brilliant. I I, I like your answer. And um, Venture City was founded by yourself along with two other founders, Rajesh Rai and Subendu Panigrahi. Is yeah. that right? Mm-hmm. So how did you guys meet or get together to start this and how can our budding entrepreneurs find co-founders? So I uh, met Raj uh, in US. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, he was teaching a class in entrepreneurship so, and um, I was attending it. So I've known him for a long time. I've okay. known him for almost a decade now. Okay. Um, I met Shubhendra through Raj. Okay. Um, and you know, I, I think it's... Um, the advice is, you know, you got to look within, but also look beyond your circle and um, try and work with somebody for at least a year. Right. I mean, you know, and engage actively for a year. I think, you know, you uncover people slowly and, you know, uh, everybody's got the strength and weakness. And Right. Um, it's, it, it, you know, it, it's got to be a team, right? So it's got to be complementary skills. Right. But you only get to know that. You know, just not by looking at a resume. Uh, you know, you got to engage with them. Right. Engage with them in a professional way, uh, right. in a personal way, and say, "Hey, you know, because things are going to get tough. Right. And you know, is, uh, are these the folks that I can, um, uh, you know, um, go, go along with them? Uh, right. Whether it's you know, uh, easy or hard. Right. Right. So, so you uh, you would say that go with people. You know, right? For in no, short, no, no. We, uh, I think work with them for right. at least a year. 
Right. But uh, look people in your circle because most times founders are, you know, friends are... But I think look for people beyond your circle also if they have complementary skills. Okay. But, you know, weigh it out. Weigh it out. Give it time. Let it mature. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at least the way I look at it is... You, at least for a year. A year is a good time. Right. I mean, sometimes, you know, it takes a lifetime to know a person. <laughs> but I yeah. think yeah, a year is a good time. But Okay. Can you share with our listeners an example of uh, a major disagreement between you guys? Uh, I'm talking about uh, you three founders. And how did you manage to re- reach a resolution and the lessons learned from that experience? I mean, we disagree all the time, <laughs> okay? Because uh, you know, it's and the way I look at it is, uh, it's a constructive disagreement because right. I think um, at the end it's the company's goal, and um, these are healthy disagreements that you have to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think you put in, and at the end you pick the one that actually is best for the company. I mean, you got to leave, you know, go into disagreements but leave your ego aside mm-hmm. because um, so. I think when that happens, I think, you know, you kind of uh, collide, but, you know, the outcomes are always better. Mm-hmm. So, so, can you give us an example of something, uh, the, the way the product uh, or your venture uh, turned or took uh, some shape because of a disagreement and and uh, probably so, for So, better. when we were doing the education, uh, you know, we... We had a lot of people, uh, you know, taking up courses and, you know, um, but I think deep, it was not really a disagreement. It was, we had to pull the plug on the online courses. Right. And we said, you know, the model is not really working because, Mm -hmm. you know, the smartest people don't pay to learn. Right. And the companies want to hire the smartest folks. Right. Um, So I think. It was a tough decision, I think, for all of us to pull the plug on that one and say, hey, let's okay. focus more on the hackathon side. Okay. But well, I think was, it, was it a cash cow that uh, you were not able to pull the plug or was it um, something It was else? a little bit of a... I mean, it was a... We, we were generating revenues, but at the same time, we... Uh, it was in scaling. Okay. You know, so then we realized that, hey, this is something we can generate revenues but not scale right and it was a tough decision from that standpoint okay cool cool is there a daily ritual that you follow that helps you be productive can you share this with me and our listeners so you know as a um, startup founders of whether you work in a startup also you always you're playing the catch-up game you always have thousand things to do right and uh, so the way i look at it is every day i think it's one big task right that's going to make a major impact Mm -hmm. whether it's sending out an email making a phone call Mm -hmm. you know writing up something or you know Mm -hmm. catching up on something that you haven't done Mm -hmm. whatever it is right so one major impact Mm -hmm. um, that you can create for the organization and Mm -hmm. just make sure that gets done Mm -hmm. so uh, that's kind of so you take it one day at a time okay brilliant so your uh, your advice would be to focus on one big task and get it completed for yeah, the well, big not, it be a big task big, one yes, task yes the, they say that eat the frog right I mean in terms of whatever you procrastinated or right that one big thing right you just got to get it done so. right okay brilliant can you tell us something about yourself that is not very commonly known I'm not a great swimmer but I've done scuba diving in the barrier reef okay okay <laughs> <laughs> so, Cool. Um, this is uh, back in 2008. 
Okay. Do you need to be a great swimmer to be a scuba no, diver? Yeah, you, you need. Uh, uh, I think you need to be a fairly decent swimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also you need the paddy license, which I didn't have. All of that. Mm-hmm. So again, um, I really wanted to do it. Uh-huh. So I convinced um, a diver okay. to take me to the ocean and because. I was there in the Barrier Reef and that's the Mecca for diving. Right. So, okay. Yeah. okay. So, I did it. So, you <laughs> did done with my checklist. <laughs> okay. So, you, uh, there's a term for it. I'm not able to get the term. So, but Indians are very known for uh, method, you know, make a band-aid and, and go ahead with things, you know. So, I guess, I guess Nepalese also. Okay. <laughs> No, I think it was it is just something that I really wanted to do. Right. I think it would have taken me, uh, and this was an impromptu decision we had made, you know, when I was in Australia. Okay. Yeah, it was just something we I wanted to do it, but you know, I think there is a will, there is a way. <laughs> so right. You figure it out. Right. Brilliant. Okay, we all know that there's a lot of pressure in startups. So where do you personally get your inspiration from and what would you advise our listeners to do uh, in order to get some inspiration? I think inspiration is around you, at least for me, right? I mean, mm-hmm. for me, it's the people I work with, mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, you're going to get beat, beat down every day. Right. right. Just to get up and keep, get, uh, keep going, right? I mean, that's just the nature of things. Right. And just have fun along the way. I think the inspiration is, uh, like I said, around you. And, you know, they, every time every time something gets you down, you figure out something else because you always have so many things you can do in a startup. Right. So pick up something that motivates you, right? And okay. you can get over the hump. Okay, great. Can you tell us about an extreme low point in your business and how you managed to overcome it and the lessons you learned from that experience? Again, back to the, I think startups, I mean, it's a roller coaster, right? Every day right. there's something um, good and something, um, you know, uh, uh, so against good. what you've, uh, yeah, not so good that happens to you. Uh, it's every day, I think, you know, you have clients who are not happy or you have clients who are thrilled. Um, I think the way to overcome is build a good team. I think mm-hmm. if you have a good team, mm-hmm. you have good people around, mm-hmm. uh, because as a startup, I mean, primarily what you're doing is trying to solve a problem, right? Right. And if you have the right set of folks, right, there's always a solution to it. Right. So, um, surround yourself with good people. Okay, great. We are almost uh, three-fourth down the way, so I have just a few more questions. Now, how does Venture City help potential employees prepare for challenges? So uh, we have a lot of learning materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we collaborate with companies in that, um, you know, from our past experience in building courses and content. Mm-hmm. So what we do is curate uh, content. Uh, some of it we do it. Some of it we partner with other companies or we take uh, things um, from online. So we uh, send learning materials uh, to help you prepare. Okay. Uh, for most challenges, I mean, you know, we have a challenge team, so people want to understand what kind of skill sets and uh, they need to learn uh, what skill set they need to brush up on. Right. We assist them with that as well. Okay. And it's all for free. Okay. That's great. And do you also help employers come up with challenges based on the recruiting gaps? Yes. Absolutely. So, based on what companies are looking for, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, you know, we help them uh, come up with challenges. So, 
recently we just came up with a challenge we are doing a challenge based uh, executive search so we do senior level hiring as well so for a challenge for a CTO right so we help them come up with a challenge so they give us in terms of what they are trying to assess right based on that our challenge team puts together the challenge okay okay so you have a separate challenge team who are experts in kind of recruiting uh, uh, there's also no these are you know folks phd background who kind of uh, work and put together the challenge so we we have that okay brilliant what is the future of venture city where do you see this going <laughs> the answer is you know we'll see but i um, i think the for us it's always been solve a problem and then solve it at scale right um we've solved the problem mm-hmm. uh, to some extent uh, we've got a long way to go mm-hmm. uh, we um, are solving it at scale um and you know so now we're trying to go for bigger scale so we've got a long way to go but i think the idea is still um you know our long term goal is saying you know resumes are not important i think what is pertinent is people's skill and what they can bring to the table mm-hmm. so we're trying to build a different profile for folks mm-hmm. and you know kind of assist them in uh, building that profile and uh, engaging companies in the process as well mm-hmm. okay okay just just touching a little bit more on uh, the potential employees uh, now you mentioned that you have these online courses that your your people can take for people can take for free and prepare for these challenges but then once they take all these courses do they just come to these hackathons and kind of start blind or is there something more that you help them with before they come to these hackathons because so right now the only thing we do is uh, provide is learning materials we we organize learn ups also okay so we take specific topics mm-hmm. you know so maybe a very specific topic in ai or okay. product management okay which is um, hosted in partnership with a company okay. or an industry expert okay so people come and learn these skill set mm-hmm. um so we look at these as uh, vitamins okay in terms of you know that you're providing um, to a community and say hopefully they can come skill themselves up and the challenge um, at the end you know you still got to solve a problem right right um from a candidate standpoint the company has a problem and you've got to solve right and um you know we assist them but i think at the end it's pretty much what the candidate does and you know how much they uptake so the resources are available as long as they want to utilize okay so so just let's talk a little bit about these learn ups so i did see on your site that there was some learn up to learn about some specific uh specific uh, so we have we have one on swift that's coming up right. uh, we did one on product management right. uh, which is done in partnership with mm. stasila mm. swift we are doing it in pune mm. uh, in partnership with a, another company called praxify mm. that's we one of the f- uh, best swift developers mm-hmm. um so 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 let's take the example of swift for example mm. now what is the outcome of this learner at the end of the learner is there a, a challenge that is based on what they have learned what yes. candidates have learned yes so the learner is a peer learning platform right so what what, what it does is you engage with the company so you have an industry expert mm-hmm. uh, who will come and teach you maybe a specific module in swift mm-hmm. after that um, they give you an exercise mm-hmm. in terms of what you have to the, a challenge with mm-hmm. which they have to solve mm-hmm. you know uh, in uh, with peers right 
and you know the mentor will assist you mm. but uh, you have so it's a not even a micro a nano hackathon okay it's about you know 4 to 6 hours okay so you learn a concept mm-hmm. and uh, you reinforce that by working through a challenge okay and supposing somebody does really well in the challenge does that person get offered a job or something i mean what so learn so we try to keep it pure in mm-hmm. uh, because we want people all, all kinds of people to come mm-hmm. not just for jobs mm-hmm. but um, absolutely i mean you know uh if the person is really good mm-hmm. and if the company and the person wants to get hired by the company mm-hmm. can always reach out these are very guard down approaches whether it's a hackathon or learn up to engage with companies mm-hmm. because you know you really don't have any other way now to engage with companies right because pretty much the only thing you can do is apply for an interview right or uh, and you know just show up for the interview but that's a very structured process right so these learn ups hackathons is not very structured mm-hmm. uh, in the sense it's um, you know uh, it's a better way to engage right. mean, you are engaging with the real person on the other side as well right so so it's it's open ended the, the outcome the outcome is open ended uh, yeah for the learn ups is open ended okay the objective out there is to learn something and okay. implement it okay great are there any books or resources that you can recommend for our budding entrepreneurs so i i read a lot of biographies okay. i mean for me you know there's a fantastic biography by christopher columbus amazing i mm-hmm. mean uh, so you know again like i said you know inspiration is around you right. um, so for me it's always been you know uh, people that have been close so uh, in terms of books i mean of course everybody knows that Steve Jobs and but there's a lot of great biographies of people who overcome things right can you, can you name a few that personally maybe inspired you or so i i, I like the one uh, christopher columbus okay. uh, i i read one um, biography of leonardo da vinci okay uh, amazing okay. um uh, always liked art there's a fantastic book uh, uh, on van gogh okay uh, again you know these are uh i think uh, the entrepreneurs of their generation right. right i mean who went and did something which was otherwise which was um especially if you look at van gogh right i mean yeah. he died with nothing right. and uh, again he believed right. in what he did so much i mean you know it took a long time right and you know he didn't see it in his lifetime right of what he had become but again you know their great inspiration of this okay great Do you have any interests or hobbies uh, or hobbies that you pursue uh, if and when you have some spare time and uh, does any of this help in you help you in your business Yeah so I uh, I exercise a lot do okay. the running athletics play football um uh, but you know that's something I do on a regular basis uh, what uh, hobby I always go out and see places so it doesn't have to be fancy Right. you know big cities all of that uh, i always go out and tra- i love to travel mm-hmm. uh, so even if it's a small town small village um as it always broadens my horizon cuz i'm able to look at something a little differently right. so whenever i get a chance i just go out and travel okay and, and this does help you in your business right it, it, yeah you know it, it opens the horizon you look at the world a little differently right. because you've interacted with some new people see new places eat in some new food so right all this helps okay cool um venture city was started in 2011 right 
Yeah, so we went through our phases. Uh, I think formally in 2012. 2012. Uh, okay. But yeah, we kind of ideation, iteration. So that's kind okay. Of okay. So would you say that your business has achieved a certain level of maturity now? It's been two years, even if you three yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we have. I think um, in terms of uh, we have a good team mm-hmm. with um, fantastic set of folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the young energy and the mature folks as well so it's a I think we've matured we've matured as a team right um, uh, but I, we still have a long way to go yeah okay. yeah but the question is actually this if you were to start this today what would you do different you know the, like I said earlier I think the circumstances are different um, and you know I think we would still go through the iterative process I don't think mm-hmm. you know uh, you still have to go through that gestation period Right. Uh, I think we'd probably go through that iterative process, and uh, and you know it, it just helped us. I don't think I would do anything different. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you know we we're in the hiring business, right? Maybe would have uh, hired a little differently, but okay. I don't think the. But we, I still think we would have gone through the same process. Right. I don't think there is nothing because the dynamics are different in the market right now what right. it was three years ago right so I think we would go through our, uh, yeah, the same set of uh, iterations and, you know it will just be a different kind Dif- yeah okay okay great uh, I just have one final question so before we go on to that question how can our listeners get in touch with you do you have a, a twitter handle or blog or I'm not very active in social media I do a little bit of everything but um, just email me it's a Prashant, P-R-A-S-H-A-N-T at VentureCity.com Okay, great. So Prashant, uh, before we move on to the final question, I just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners. I am also very grateful for the value you are adding into the world and to uh, a lot of employees and employers by means of your company. So with that, we move on to the final question. So if there is one gyan that you could give our would-be founders, what would that be? Just get it started. I mean, you know, I think it's a journey. So, I mean, uh, they say the it's a cliche, but you know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, right? So you just got to start it and enjoy the process. I think there's nothing, no substitute to that. You, you know, it's a, um, you know, it's, it, 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 it's not as bad as you know I mean people make it seem to be I think it's a fun journey right. you've got to have the right attitude and you know take everything in good strides okay brilliant I love it so thank you so much Prashant for your time and it was a real pleasure chatting with you and wish you continued success in your venture yeah thank you thank you for having me there you have it friends a super episode yet again please share this with your friends and colleagues You can use one of the nifty sharing icons or you can directly use the link that is www.foundersgyan.com slash ep06. You can also go to foundersgyan.com and listen to past episodes. We have plenty of past episodes. Please make sure to check them out. I'll be back next week with yet another great entrepreneur, yet another great show. You know what time it is. It's time for action. Go ahead and get inspired and take action today. I'll see you all next week. Thank you.